You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Folks, Boston Bruins are playoff bound. Beautiful week. And we actually ended the week, for us anyways, with a W for the first time in a few weeks. So I'm not in that bad of a mood. Ian, salutations, my friend. How you feeling? I feel good. Uh, good. I feel good. You have to feel good. You have to feel good. I have my worries, but we're getting healthier at the right time. There's a guy turning it on at the right time that we're going to talk about. I'm going to feel good. That's what I'm going to decide on. I'm feeling I'm feeling really good, especially getting two huge wins against two playoff caliber opponents in playoff style games. That's what made me feel good. Mm. Those were playoff up. style. Those yeah. were real playoff Those style. Those were grind it out, lock it down type of wins. And that's the kind of wins you need this time of year. So... Mm. Feeling yep. good, feeling good I about wasn't, the team. I wasn't in love with how they played against St. Louis. I felt it was a little bit sloppy, but it was a grinded out through the sloppiness game for me watching it. So not all bad things, not all good things, but the you know, win's a win, especially at this time of the year. But but we're going to the playoffs, and I don't fucking care what the seeding is at this point because we've talked about it on this show multiple times. It almost doesn't matter where you end up because you're going to be playing a quality team in the East. Where do you guys want to start tonight? Um, hmm. I thought there was more to that question. Uh, I would like to start. <laughs> I, I do want to talk about the St. Louis game a little bit before yeah, we really start it. hammering this yeah. stuff on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The biggest thing to me is a team that came in here and had won nine straight. And actually the last 10, they still got an extra point from the one game before because it was an overtime loss. So they're 9-0-1 going into that game. They're, they're 9-0-1 coming yeah, out of the game. They remain too. 9-0-1 because... <laughs> Oh, God, I hate St. Louis. But that team <laughs> is playing really good hockey. Yep. So the grind it out, I totally get. And Thomas, I agree with you. There are moments of that one, particularly 2.8 seconds left of the second period, that you really hate about the way the Bruins played. Yep. But the more I've tried to dissect that win and get angry about it, because I feel like I was still kind of angry about a win in a weird way. You have you think to that be you were, happy about it. Do you think that you were angry about the win because the two, the two two goal kind of put a put a uh, sour taste in your mouth because it's a it made the game ugly for issue. sure. It yeah. did. I think I was mad because if we had gone to an overtime that was five on five golden goal, I didn't think we were going to win that game. I think that's why I was mad. I thought we were slowly falling into the St. Louis trap of they say, all right, yeah, you have the better scoring chances, but we're keeping you out of the net. We're rolling four lines and you're not getting another one. And that's my biggest fear is being stuck in a game where you sit there and go, we just can't seem to get another one. Yep. That was a scary end of that game. 
but we were also the better team in the third. You came. We were out the, the better third. team in the third because because they had five shots in the third period. Yeah. yeah. Five. Well, we had six. So. Yeah. No. But that, that's. But that's just it, though. It's. <laughs> but it's <that's> better. <laughs> it is better. But it was. It was pure lockdown. And this team, the St. Louis, St. Louis. Oh my God. Like I hate complimenting them because fuck St. Louis, fuck Craig Berube, fuck the arch, fuck anything about St. Louis, fuck the Cardinals, fuck <laughs> the Rams. I'm, they're not even there anymore, but fuck them. They're so good. And I'm, and they're, I, I hate that they're like at least 0.1% more likable now that Jordan Biddington is at their starting goaltender. But because Huso Huso point is legit. One? Point, point one. one? That point team eight. is sixty percent more likable. That <laughs> team is genuinely. Had we not done something in twenty nineteen that I don't even want to say out loud, I would be rooting for that team, if not for that moment. Yes, because fuck them. But fuck them. <laughs> Bennington not being part of it. That's a super likable team. Yeah. Except for for some reason, you can't buy a tripping call against them. Lazar got tripped, right? That wasn't that Lazar. Got no, no, tripped. no, no. Ian, Ian. Here's the thing. I, I, I watched your video last night, and I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna touch on that. If he let go of his stick, <laughs> fucking asshole. That's what the national broadcast. Said. Thomas, do you remember this moment? Yeah, yeah. National broadcast just goes. Well, it's a smart of him to let go of the stick. He fucking jammed the stick into Lazar's leg, so Lazar falls down. Well, he let go of the stick, so it's not tripping, because I am a big, dumb fuck, and I speak to a national audience and decide to say the dumbest thing possible. Also, my name is Roxy, so I, I choose to go out in public like that. Got him! <laughs> I just, that whole game was a, a litany of, of angry moments for Ian, but we got... <laughs> a win that I think we can be proud of, even if it's an overtime. But I just want to talk a little bit more about that game because it was, it was a fascinating study of what this team is right now. Yeah. Okay, unfortunately, one of those, one of those things that this team is, is, is a team that can't stay out of the box. That's what made that game the most frustrating for me because it felt like every single time a line would start get rolling, they're in the box. Riley's in the box or whoever's in the box. It was nonstop. It felt like every couple of minutes it was happening. Let I'm alone the fact that watching a game on ESPN is fucking infuriating right now. Oh my god! <laughs> I miss. Have, NBC. They're, they're almost purposely dropping the ball on how to produce television surrounding hockey. I miss NBC. I NBC I'm, was great. TNT does a good well, job. Look, TNT's pretty good. Nobody's but, nobody's done it perfect for a very long time. Time probably since we grew up watching hockey. Mm-hmm. Like 90s hockey television felt perfect. We're That's never going to get that the feeling back. We're never going to get it no. back. That's the nostalgia factor. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, like, let alone the fact that ESPN Plus or, or, or watch, I watched it on Hulu and it was just, it was almost impossible to really fucking focus on the game because they're doing all these weird angles. The commentation just doesn't matter. At certain points, you just, you just turn down the volume. You just talk to your girlfriend well, you, or wife or whatever, and you're just like, what are we doing right now? You uh, you turn on the volume, too, because the mixing is off. Yeah. The clipping. So much clipping. There was so much clipping. I was, just, I, to be honest, I wasn't sure if that was like my internet connection or what was going on at certain points. My girlfriend thought our surround sound was going. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. Halfway through the game, uh, something big had happened, and they did not. I think it was a goal, and the, they had a replay of the last three seconds of the goal. 
mm-hmm. like right when the puck basically was shot. It yeah, super helpful. Yeah, super helpful. Yeah. And I sat there as someone who has to take notes during the game. And I saw how the play all built together and everything. But I like to watch the full replay. Oh, I didn't see that the first time. Ty Anderson put this on Twitter. And I thought it was kind of funny because he was like, hey, thanks for the fucking replay, guys. I, I mean, just people who I, I bet journalists, especially I'm not a journalist yet. I'm not a journalist, though. But these guys who rely on being able to watch the replay and make notes it's really frustrating when you just scoots on to the next thing and you don't get any of that. Yeah. And there was a severe lack of replays. Just in it was general. weird for yeah. anything. Big hits. Even you barely got to see those, which is, yeah. we always love big hit replays. Yep. Just weird. The, and then the game's over and they run off the air as quick as possible to move on to the so next. Fast. So fast. Like here's the post game show. It's fucking seven minutes and a, post-game interview with Charlie McAvoy, who would rather be anywhere else yeah. than talking to <laughs> you. Why was he so uncomfortable? Yeah. It was so obvious that he was like, I, I'm really, I just had a great goal that won the game, but I don't like it. here. He wanted right to now. go party, man. I don't yeah, think exactly. that's fair. That's fair. Bar- Barbie girl playing in the locker room. Yeah, right. Oh my God. Core memory, that yeah. core memory. <laughs> I will say the Pittsburgh game was very satisfying. It was one of the most satisfying games that this team has had recently, just, just based on the way they shut it down. It was like my, my style of hockey. Mm-hmm. Also the, also, it, you know, two goals in the first two minutes and one seconds, and then shut it down completely afterwards. Yeah. Trent Frederick getting a response. Love to see that shit. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that honestly, that was the better playoff game quote unquote to me, because mm-hmm. that gave me a little bit more hope at what, what they're capable of doing. The only reason I'm okay with what happened is because they didn't actually create a bomb shelter. They continued to play. Yeah. They just didn't bury another one, but they shot. They were very responsible defensively Mm -hmm. and Sway was. Yep. He needed that bounce back game. Oh man. He's right in the ship at the right time. Yeah. Like the super right time with Omar being out. Looks like Omar's playing on Saturday, but right now. Perfect timing for the kid. Yep. Yeah. When you think about six games. Six games to the playoffs. Yeah. And that's when you want to start picking up steam. Mm-hmm. It's, it's massive because he had about two and a half weeks, something like that, where we all, maybe three, where we all kind of went, ooh, mm-hmm. what's uh, what's going on here? It was about three weeks, yeah. Yeah. Huge for him. He was the one that I was saying, someone's getting hot at the right time. That's who I was alluding yeah. to. He's been very, really very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, and that St. Louis game, the advanced analytics say that there weren't a lot of good scoring chances for St. Louis. I don't know. I thought there were some really solid saves by him in that one. Mm-hmm. No, there were. There were. I don't think there was any. I don't think there was any. I don't think there were many grade A scoring chances. But you still got to stop him. You still. And Sway even said straight up after the game that the defense made his job much easier. Sure. Yep. Sure. Yeah. And the two that went in were impossible to stop. Yeah. I mean, I know that goal. I I know you're pissed off about that. The the two point seven goal, but. That was an impossible tip, man. Like, impossible tip by a player who should have been on his ass. Yep. <laughs> Carlo and Grizz were standing there, dicks flopping in the wind, watching <laughs> Tarasenko flop the puck over to the net. Yep. A weak backhander wobbling towards the net. It was a crazy tip. Absurd. Huge props. Guy should have been on his ass. You, you can't allow that. I, I will stand by that all day. Oh, that, I'm getting angry again. You mm-hmm. guys you make me so angry. We well, make you about, angry. <laughs> want to talk about the uh, power play and continue the anger? Yes, that's 
Can you, Andrew bring up the coping mechanism, please? Because you you you've put this so well. So I've got some buds who are who are trying to convince me right now that the power play being absolute dog shit is not really all that big a deal because hey, 2011 we had a shitty power play. What happened that year? Stop. <laughs> This is a coping. This is this is this is copium. This is huffing the copium. Like enough. This pot. This is a huge concern going into the playoffs right now. Huge concern, and I'm seeing a little bit better. Like a little bit more. A little bit better entries. I'm seeing slightly better control of the puck for longer stretches of time, but. In the sense of they don't turn it over 15 seconds into the into their zone, they turn it 25 seconds into their zone. So hey, that's progress. That's progress. But if our co-host here has to post a meme every time there's a failed power play. <laughs> In a row, by the way. Not as soon as they score, I'm gonna stop. But he how many mean consecutive memes have you posted, Ian? The problem is I only started about halfway through this current streak, so I only have posted like 12. We're 0 for 30. <laughs> Let's just, we're 0 for our last 30. We have gone from 7th in the league to 14th. Do you know why? Because I said, sucks now? I said months ago that the power play was bad. We were just getting bailed out. And finally... Finally, it's showing that it's bad. And we just get bailed out by a great pasta shot. Like, that's that's all we do. Without pasta there, there's no threat that even opens Bergie up or creates any mad scramble that allows Marshan on the other side to bury one. There was one particular play that I kind of want to talk about, and it's also from the St. Louis game. It was on the second power play. Marshawn has the puck, and he's closing in on the <laughs> slot. <laughs> as soon as... <laughs> Marshawn has the puck and he's closing in on the slot and he's chopping the puck. He's got the puck and St. Louis in a ballsy move in any other instance clears out Red Sea parts and they're just giving Marshawn all of this room. What happens after that, Ian, when, as he gets ready to shoot, what happens? Two things happen. He whiffs on the puck and then with about... 40 seconds, I think, left of the power play. Mm-hmm. I posted the meme knowing that that was enough for me to see that we weren't scoring. <laughs> on that power play. I, that's the only one I posted early. <laughs> but we've talked uh, about, but we've talked about, stru- we've talked about the problems with the structure and the lack of adjustments in the power play. Joe Sack, all eyes got to be on Joe Sacco now, right? Yes. And also now everybody's kind of gripping the stick a lot. And that play kind of shows it. You have Marshawn with the puck heading towards the slot, dangling and advancing, and the Blues just daring him to shoot, knowing he's not going to do it, <laughs> knowing he's not going to score. It's not a threat now. You know what's really weird about this run? It's kind of proof how good this power play could be. When you think of, if you just slot Pasta back in, we go back to top 10 in the league just because of his shot. What if we actually moved the puck around and created passing lanes and created pressure in front of the net? With all of the skill and talent we have, 
we could also do that plus the pasta shot and have a hundred percent power play. <laughs> That's probably a pipe dream, but I mean, a 24%, 26% would be fucking incredible. Just got, some puck. They got, would be yeah, they, they got six games to solve it. I don't, I don't see a silver lining in anything that they're doing right now. As far as the power play no. goes, uh, it's, it's the difference of being able to get back into a game in the playoffs really quickly and also the the difference of being able to go up a, a couple extra goals because we've seen this team in one goal games way too often and seen the lead get pissed away off 20. of some fucking bullshit. So we we have to get be able to jump out and get those cheap insurance goals. Mm-hmm. It just kind it, it kind of shows how uh, much of a lack of separation that the Bruins have. In, in these situations, they are 24, five and five this year in one goal games, which I is knew that's what it was. I knew you tweeted that as a question. I knew it was one goal games. Yeah, I knew it. 24, five and five in one goal games. That's that you could take that two ways. One, this team is really good in close games. Two, this team cannot, cl- this team not cannot close, but this team has a lot of trouble getting insurance. They have trouble getting insurance, but that's been the same thing for how many years, right? I, I can't remember in the past, the last six years of being a playoff contender, mm-hmm. right? Or playoff yeah. team, at least. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a year where I went, wow, we really create that separation. 2014, uh, 20, uh, 2013, 14, or t- what was it? Which one was the one where, um, I think it was 2013, 14, or 2014, 15. 2014, 15, the one with the Ginla. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. you know, was that six years ago? Yeah, the Montreal no. series. Yep, where we hit twenty posts in a seven-game series. Fucking kill me. That was like eight years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago. No, twenty thirteen, fourteen. Funny, it's twenty twenty-two. Yeah, <laughs> twenty thirteen, fourteen. That's it. No, yeah. between the gap of us missing the playoffs a couple of times until now, we've never been a team that can that can build leads, and that's that's fine because we're built to to hold a lead. Mm-hmm. A power what play. Are we? Really, I mean, you just said, as Thomas a, a, just said, are we? We have a massively winning record in one goal games. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's got to count for something. We have also gotten blown out a shit ton this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be 10 or 12 games that we've lost by like three or four goals, right? There was a, there, there was a stat in uh, ESPN today on their power rankings where I believe that the Bruins are the worst, have the worst goal differential. Uh, at home of any team in the playoffs. Great. Good for I'm glad. No, you no. And that, that shows, you know, uh, the blowouts, you know, yeah. you know, it getting, does. Yeah. Getting their shit kicked in yep. while also winning a lot of close games. Yeah. That's, that doesn't inspire a lot of confidence though. That's, that's the thing. Like for once I want to go into a playoff feeling like we're the better team and have at least one game in the fucking series where we put it away quickly. And we can just enjoy ourselves. You know, like, it, it feels like it's been a while since we've had one of those games. Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Like two well, years ago. <laughs> no, we, we had, there was, I think it was game, which game was it against? We have one game against Washington where we went up. Uh, it was later in the series. I think it was either game four or five. We went up by a couple of goals kind of Last quick, year? I think. Yeah. 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 I think I, I remember one where I was like, oh, this is, this is sweet. I remember having a heart attack for the first four, though. So maybe that was a, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was a pipe dream too. Probably fantasy land. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that that series, people don't remember how a couple of bounces in overtime could have changed that series. 
quite a bit. Yeah. That was a very even five game series. Everybody, a lot of people forget that. Yeah, but also the Capitals suck and Ovi can suck it. So, you know, what, what are you yep. going to do? What are you going <laughs> to do? Outside of the power play, one of the important things as we get lined up for the playoffs is getting a little bit healthy. Uh, Olmark, Pasta, and Lindholm are still out. Andrew, why don't you talk to me a little bit about these injuries and, uh, and, and where we're going from here? Well, Pasta and Lindholm have been skating for what seems like forever. Um, they skated again today. Uh, Cassidy didn't have any update on, update on them. But they've been out for now. It's two and a half, about two weeks now. I'm starting to get a little concerned about that, where it was day to day, but now it's we're 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 getting into we're get, we're running on a track here to get them acclimated into, you know, playoff speed, playoff hockey. Yep. Um, I, I'm just I'm just very concerned about I'm I'm concerned about it. There was an update about Allmark today. Um, Cassidy did say that he is probable for. Saturday's game against the Rangers, which you are going to, Mr. Nystrom. True. Um, tight. Tight, 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 Yeah, that's great. And having Olmark back is going to be big, but I want to see, I want to see, I, I want a more definitive update on Pasta and Lindholm. And yep. going from day to day to now almost two and a half weeks is yeah. concerning to say the least. At first I was like, maybe they're just being overly cautious, but I think it's past that now. What do you guys think? I'm I'm with you. If they come in and they play the last three games or even last two games before mm-hmm. the playoffs, that still scares me a little bit because we know Pasta needs a little bit more time to shake off for us sometimes. Oh yeah. Uh, with with the way he gets streaky and can disappear for a little bit, we can't afford to have him disappear even in the first round of the playoffs. No. We Absolutely also no. and and we also can't afford him not to be here for the first round of the playoffs. So mm-hmm. a little bit more information would be helpful because as you said, it was originally saying day to day. Now it seems week to week. Like we're by the time we're in the playoffs here, it, it'll have been over a month since mm-hmm. we've seen him on the ice. That sucks because that dude makes obviously the power play go, but it makes the first line go yeah, or the second the, line or wherever yeah. the fuck he's playing this year at this point. Makes the team go. It's just, yeah. I mean, and, and also he's a good emotional player like makes it fun for whoever he's playing with and also makes people around him play better just because they have a little bit more space. Mm-hmm. So he's super important. Obviously, obviously Lindholm is of way more importance than we even thought he could be just because of how well he assimilated himself to the system here. And he's, he is going to make this defense go with McAvoy, with Grizz, with Carlo, for the foreseeable future. So the idea of getting him at the deadline this year, extending him and then not having him to kick off the playoffs kind of sucks. It's kind of deflating. So hopefully this shit starts resolving itself. Hopefully people can stay on the fucking bench as opposed to in the locker room and not traveling or, or whatever the case is. We need these dudes healthy and we need it now. If they come back, we got six games left. We have a game tonight and five more after that. If they don't play at least three of those, I will be concerned. I feel I'm operating under the assumption that all three of them will be back shortly. Omar, I'm super confident in. He didn't miss too much time. He took himself out of the game. He just wanted to feel right. 
that was huge. I think. I think that that, that was that, that was a good awareness on his part that he if, the fact that he wasn't taken out by a spotter. I think was a massively good sign from the mm-hmm. beginning. I think it says a lot about the guy because you know how much he has, these guys want to compete. So that's a huge move, and he has his eyes on the playoffs, and I think that's very clear from that decision. Mm-hmm. Pasta is the one I'm most worried about. I'm, I'm basically echoing Thomas on this. He needs four or five games before the playoffs. Lindholm's game to me translates to, yeah, get two games to get your passes up to speed. But that guy's Lindholm is Lindholm from the little I've seen from him as a Bruin. I'm not as worried as long as he gets a couple games, he's going to ramp up those minutes in the playoffs. I don't think his fitness has taken a dive from this. Uh, Pasta is the one I'm most worried about. I do want to offer the point. Would this conversation be as frantic and we're not frantic, but it's pretty frantic on social media. Would it be as frantic if Marshand was his usual self right now? I think I mean, so. That, that would, that would help. That would make I, I think the better. team, I think the fans would be a lot more like they'll get back before the playoffs. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But it kind of feels like we're missing Olmark pasta, Lindholm and Marshand right now. It kind of feels like that to me. Yeah. We definitely need more out of Marshawn. What is it's not for lack of trying though. He's everywhere on the ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think that which makes you think he's either a a little just a little snake bitten and maybe a little mental break, or B, maybe that shoulder's I still him. think it's a shoulder. I still mm-hmm. think it's a shoulder. And a lot of people have offered some really great points. It's just snake bites. Why would he be played right now if his shoulder's bothering? That's great points. You fucking sit Marshan down and tell him he's not playing some game. Yep. Like you, good luck. Good luck having that conversation. No. The dynamics. What's not happening. I find it so fascinating that in your workplace, as if especially for for people who have anybody, any employees that are like not underneath them. That's not how I mean it, but that take orders from you throughout the day, that then go to you for direction. There are certain employees you have to handle certain ways. A hockey team is no different. And Marshan strikes me as a guy, no offense to Marshan, he's kind of a fucking diva. And people want to act like that doesn't exist in hockey. That 100% exists in hockey. (laughs) And it doesn't mean it's a toxic situation. It just means that the conversations are a little harder to dance around. And sometimes you make a decision, you try to make a decision, and the employee literally won't let you because he's a face the fucking franchise. Not well, Bergeron is, but you know what I mean. Well, I mean, take from prime example when Marshawn got hurt in the Capitals game, and Cassie said he's going to miss a couple of games. We play the Jets that Saturday, and he and Marshawn just go just overrides him. Yeah, doesn't yeah. miss a shift. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the type of guy. That's the type of guy that Boston loves, that Boston appreciates, but. In a funny kind of sense, Boston self-harms in the same way. Bostonians, New Englanders, we we Live fight by the for sword, what we die want. By the sword. Yeah, we do what we want to do no matter what. And sometimes we make the wrong decision and it fucks us. That's what that's a New England lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's the kind of guy I appreciate. But I do think that he's pushing himself through something that maybe we would rather him rest. Or maybe it's one of those issues that. Hey, it doesn't really get better with rest. It gets better with surgery that you're not going to have. Yeah. See Matt Grizzlick. Yeah. yeah. It's so, when you don't get specifics, we already talked about this. When you don't get specifics, how are you supposed to tell? Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's also probably uh, multiple things compounding right now, but I do think Marshawn playing without the swagger that he normally does, without that charisma, the attitude, etc., it does change his game a little bit. And I would love to just see over the next couple games, even a, just a dirty, cheap goal. Just put him on the fucking score sheet. Let's let's see that and see what that does for his psyche. Because I do think if he thinks that he can play through something, but he's not producing the way that he expects to produce, he probably is starting to think more about that injury as opposed to more mm-hmm. about the, the end goal. Mm-hmm. And that is to to make a run in this playoff. And he's so vocal on that bench. Yep. He's so vocal that you know that when he's pissed off and he's not saying that positivity shit, it affects the team. Yep. You guys were talking about how positive affects the team. Marshan's the same way. The mood changes. And Bergeron does a good job, I think, offsetting that as much as he can. But you can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Bergeron's just the dad. I think that's been established many times yep. that he's the dad. He's the, the daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it nailed. Nailed. <laughs> so but, uh, yeah. so we've we've got four potential opponents health considered or health not considered carolina new york florida panthers toronto maple leafs those are, those are the most like realistic the, those yeah. Yeah, those are the most realistic out of those four andrew i'll go to you first because this is your question on here hmm. out of these four what's our best matchup Carolina. You think oh, so? Fascinating. You want to fuck me up right from the start? <laughs> fuck me up, fam. <laughs> but yes, I do. And here's why. They're going through it right now worse than us. Freddie Anderson is out and it, no telling how long he's going to be out there. Their power play is slumping just as bad as ours are. I believe they're like one for their last 29. Um. They look like they're starting to starting to kind of, you know, crumple a little bit at the seams here. Um, the Rangers, I've thought about that question from earlier this year. Would you rather play four lines or four lines or a hot goalie? And I think Shesterkin is another level of a hot goalie. I don't think I would want to play him in a seven game series I'm, right now. I'm 100% with you. That's the team that I don't want to play out of these four. And I know that's yeah. surprising. But it is 100% based on Shesterkin, who again, uh, night before last, put on another fucking showcase. Another shout out. Yeah. It's just He's unbelievable. Now- it's it's a hot goalie, and you don't want to play that in the playoffs. Yep. You just don't. They're in good shape because of him. They are in he, very good He gets you around some of the other problems on that team. Whereas, I agree with you, as much as I hate Carolina, don't want to play them in the first round, if we're going to play them in the playoffs, let's play them right fucking now. And I agree with you. And part of that is the fact that Jesus Christ Anderson is actually a strong part of that team, and he is not there. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually with you. As much as I just shat on you about the, the idea of you want to fuck me up right away, it's like no, let's. Well, I mean, nothing will fire me up more than knocking them the fuck out of the playoffs right off the bat. Sixteen to one is probably on your mind there, is it? Yeah, not? a little bit. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, scoring one goal against them in three games and allowing sixteen, yeah, is um certainly not a good sign going no, into it's the a series brutal. against the team. A yeah, it's brutal. a little fucking brutal. <laughs> but you go through those four teams. You don't want to play the Rangers because of Shusterkin. I kind of want to play Toronto, but they're due to not be that first round fodder. 
mm-hmm. any longer. And Tampa, we during the regular season, it looks like we match up against Tampa, but I'm waiting for them to flip the switch. What about Florida? Florida was the other one. Uh, I'd rather die. Tampa's yeah. unlikely at this point. But, Florida, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested in what Florida looks like. I, 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 I really don't think we'll play Florida on that one. I don't think we will either. But we're in a position to fall back and potentially play them. Mm-hmm. I am the team I'm most scared of is actually Toronto. I think that Toronto comes in. They have home ice, which I'm not always a big home ice matters. In a series like that, that building is screaming every second of a first-round playoff game against the Boston Bruins. They are absolutely erupting constantly. That team wants to beat us so badly and finally has the tools to actually be favored in a series against us. That team's good, and they're hot as shit right now. And they have all the motivation in the world. There is not, I, I can't think of a team, even the Canadians last year against them. They put, they took their foot off the gas. They had injuries, obviously, that's fair as injury, grueling, awful. This season, there is not a team they could play that they want to beat more. It doesn't exist. And my biggest fear is if we play them in the first round and if they win, that is enough to carry them all the way to a cup. And I do believe that. I think that is. All they need, the only domino they need to fall. Counterpoint, what if they blow it again? I can, you, you can only blow it for so long. Yeah. Play the odds as long as you can, but eventually the Jack Black house fucking wins. Mm-hmm. You cannot keep hammering down a team in seven games. Remember, seven games. The coin flip number seven. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. I'm not. I just, I'm scared of that Toronto team. I'll admit it all day. I'm scared of Toronto. I guess I'd rather play the Rangers, honestly. I think that's a team I'd rather play. What? Yeah, I think our four lines roll better than their four lines. Shesterkin's been great. Let's see a seven-game series of him absolutely being a wall. Let's see it. I think that's the team I'd like to play. Wow. Bro, you said the Canes. They beat a 16 to 1 this season. Let's not act like I'm the audacious one here. <laughs> well, well, the Canes are also the, the Canes don't have a the Canes have a goaltender who's having who's having a f- fantastic season and will probably win the Vezina in any other circumstance other than this one, where Shisterkin mm-hmm. is has the third best save percentage for a goaltender that has played at least 50 games. Of all time in a season. Mostly because of his first 65 games. and But he has three shutouts in his last five. Oh, that's true. He's been really good the last couple of five. No, I still think that's the team. I still think that's the team I'd rather play. That's fair. Okay. I think the Canes have just had our number. They also have a lot of reason to want to beat us. And I think Toronto is just a... just. I think they are... I think they want to play us. I really do. Do you think... There, there's uh, some scuttlebutt going around that... Tampa Bay is trying to avoid Toronto. Do you think there's any credence to that? Hockey players don't give up on games. Doesn't happen. Okay, thank you. No, thank NBA, you. sure, but not not hockey. Yeah, not hockey. I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I I don't I don't believe in that sort of thing. I'm trying to you know massage it for a better matchup. That's not a thing. Yeah, it's not. It's absolutely not. Mm-hmm. 
because you just never know what's going to happen, whether it be injuries, whether it just be a hot goalie. You just don't. There's no point in jockeying. There's really no point. It's also in a in a in a bonus point league. It's so hard to actually jockey effectively. Mm -hmm. Really difficult. Yeah. Wait, Thomas, who was the team you wanted to play? I, I, it was actually Carolina, yeah. It was Carolina, yeah. so you, you ended on that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But So he's fucking himself up. Yeah, I mean, it's, I was just giving you shit, to be honest, but I do think <laughs> Carolina is probably the uh, the softest target. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. And, and unfortunately, I, I do feel like people on the other side of this type of podcast may be looking at Boston as potentially the softest. I mean, Boston or or uh, Penguins are going through a rough patch, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Capitals are turning it on. But Capitals no, are I don't what seems like a one trick pony right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's scared of them making a deep run. But then again, nobody fucking thought Montreal was going to make a run to the Cup last year either. But yeah. fucking then they I got. Think, I, think, I think there were a lot of bitch. special extenuating circumstances on that one. To be fair, yeah, yep. Hockey's hockey, man. That's the thing. Was the playoffs start clean slate? And it's again, I, I hate to keep saying NBA, but it's it's not a just, hey, this team seems more talented than the other. No, yeah. there's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. NBA, there's there's three teams every year where like they could probably do it. Yeah. This and is actually and ends up being it. This is a unique year for the NBA. This is in my opinion, I think there's actually at least in the East, a couple teams that could make it. And the West is a complete complete crapshoot if Booker's out. I don't we're not gonna have an NBA conversation, but I, it is kind of a unique year for them where it really feels like anybody could do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the first time in like a decade where we Yeah. No. <laughs> and by enemy anybody I still mean half the field. I don't even mean like all 16. I mean like eight of them. Mm-hmm. Uh but in other, league, you know dude. all six all 16 have a case where you know if something falls right. Yeah. Yep. Except if you're the stars, fuck the stars. Fuck the stars. Go Celtics, by the way. Vegas might mince the playoffs. They really yep. might at this point. It's yep. really, it's really might be happening. I, feel I will be oh. so fucking happy if they miss the playoffs. Oh, that reminds Get me. Get humbled. Get humbled, <laughs> boys. By the way, I will not be making game predictions for the playoffs. I can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I'm cursing we'll the team I when I do it. No, I no, do it. I no. I, I thought we established we're not making game predictions. Well, I have the memory of a goldfish, so I had to say it. Uh, say no, it I'm pretty sure yeah. we established that we'll, we'll like we'll like predict the series, but not yeah, game I, by game. I, I feel I can't I'm, predict the series either. I can't do it. Yeah, Other right. series, yes, I can't do this one. I can't do the one the Bruins are in. Last year, I did it. I felt like I cursed the team. Can't do it. You curse fucking everything. I know, so I'm not doing it. I, I'm a man's guy. Well, you have might as standards. well just embrace the curse, buddy. I'm not. I. How am I supposed to embrace? Hey, I'm making my team that I spend an exorbitant amount of time watching and cheering for, get emotionally invested in, and just fall in love with these guys. I'm making them lose because I wanted to make a prediction, like a complete piece of garbage. Rubbish, even. Okay, I'm done. Do you guys? Did you just? Did you? Did you? you Work something out there? Did you? I just. I can't do it. I gotta. I haven't even admitted it on the YouTube channel. I can't do it this year. I don't even know if I'm gonna make a bracket. I just. I. I feel so dirty right now. I can't do it. I feel gross. Can't do it. So so pencil in low qual for the uh, Stanley Cup for the Bruins. Yeah, he already made his prediction. He's been making it randomly over the last couple months that the Bruins are winning the cup. So. 
He also he also said in the same breath that they're getting swept. That's actually true. He also he also said in the same breath last week that they're also getting swept in the first round. So you know you might as well. (laughs) You got to hedge your bets, man. Exactly. Just go ahead and book in the playoffs with terrible predictions. Thanks. I will have seven hard takes on the other series. I will I will put my name on the line of what I believe in hockey knowledge. I won't do it with a Bruins series. I just can't. I mean, I've had bad takes. I have had bad takes. I have had bad takes. Tage Thompson, bad takes. But I just can't. I can't do it with the Bruins right now. I can't. I like this team too much. This team is very likable. And I want want this so bad. It's been a decade, man. I can't brag about 2011 anymore. That's a decade rule. You can't. As soon as you bring up 2011, you're like, oh, all right. Happened a decade ago, bud. Can't do it anymore. It's, It's the Yankee rule. Yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's completely fair. Live by the sword, well, that, die by it. Right, yeah. There you go. Well, there is some some other positivity that we can talk about more on the farm. Oh yeah, there is. There's there's a couple players who had an excellent fucking week to get us excited. One of them making me eat a little bit of crow that I didn't think Bleacher was going to uh, assimilate. Making to the me crow eat a little bit of crow too, dude. Uh, yeah. All three of us guys. Yeah, <laughs> we all fell off the Bleacher train a little while ago. But I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm still off of it. But it's, it's. You just said a few minutes ago, clean slate. It goes a long way. And jumping into this, getting your. Oh, obviously, we're seeing some speed. He had plenty of time to rest those legs with not getting a lot of playing time at Michigan. <laughs> He is busting his she ass on the pr- yeah yeah in favor of fucking freshmen and sophomores or yeah but dude his, his his OT goal the other night what a shot all, all speed beautiful finish <laughs> dude he had some torque on that too he came yeah. right off the hip with that yep. yep so showing a lot to uh, be excited about at this level and in front of as we talked about previously in front of Bruins coaching mm-hmm. in the system. Let's see what he can do off to a good start. I may have been wrong about that. I no. may have been wrong about that. I mean, it's a very, very short sample size. So sure. well, we can't get, no, 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 no. We can't regardless, get excited, but regardless, he was wrong about that. We already decided that in the previous conversation, he was going to be wrong <laughs> no matter what happened. That was just like the Buffalo thing. It's yep. there was no way around it. They've yep. doubled it. They doubled, <laughs> they doubled the win total. Yep. Did they really double yes. the drinks, baby? Oh yeah, baby. Oh, uh, except, God. except there is going to be one round that I'm going to have to pay for because it looks like the Islanders have uh, finished off overtaking Columbus uh, in the standing. So, what what did I get wrong that I have to pay for? I don't fucking know. You've gotten a know. lot wrong. We're going to have to go back. <laughs> <in the episode. laughs> That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> I feel That's like fair, Andrew's man. been batting about 480 all year, not quite at 500. I might have snuck. Hey, you know what? That breaks Ted Williams' but... record, so suck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, uh, Merkulov, however the fuck you want to pronounce it. Merkulov. Merkulov uh, also looks awesome. Also looks like a very smart pickup for nothing. Can I just, so, can I just say, I, my favorite thing about him is the no sellies. <laughs> Oh my yeah. God. He just doesn't care. He's like, um, this is the AHL guys. I don't yeah. give a shit. Next stop NHL fucking camp next year. I'm going to win a spot. I mean, shit with what he's he's an so assassin. Far. Yeah. Oh he's the T 1000 from Terminator two, bro. His defense That's is literally horrid. his personality. His defense. See, sucks. Yeah. Not, not a lot to uh, write home about. I haven't honestly been able to watch as much of him as I wanted to, but 
uh, just based off the highlights, they ain't showing his defensive highlights. So. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because he still needs a lot there of work are there. none. Yeah. No. <laughs> so the if we're gonna kind of go guy by guy here, Mitch, you love. I am way more ready. He has a goal and two assists. He's showing off silky mitts, and he can skate. He's fast as fuck. I am way more ready to do a quick judgment call on him than I am Beecher because I've mm-hmm. watched Beecher way longer. Yeah. And I've read about Beecher way longer and yeah. I've paid attention to him way longer. Mikulov, every time he has a stick in the offense, he has a puck on the offensive zone. Man, it, you kind of get excited. You wait for him to do something. Defensively, holy shit, he is not making the Boston Bruins next year until he does something about it. Mm-hmm. I got to tune in a little bit to these games, and you don't love when the puck's on his side of the ice. You really don't. Mm-hmm. What do you see? Uh, cheating to the offensive zone. That's literally <laughs> the, what Very I see. Picking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> and it's not, it's not blatant, blatant, but it's very, hey, I'm going to rush this guy on the point. So when he passes around me, hopefully it's a turnover and I'm behind the guy. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what you see too often. You've been mm-hmm. seeing if Freddie has done this a couple of times the last couple of games. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but Freddie will rush a guy on the point hoping for a quick turnaround. He never gets a breakaway. I don't know yeah. why he does it all the time, yeah. but he'll go six feet past the blue line outside the zone and then circle <laughs> back around. And yeah, he's really good at defense. He comes yeah. back in time, but it's yeah. really strange. Maybe, maybe stuff like that was why he was getting benched. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Mikulov, I'm very, very excited about because he has NHL hands, and I think NHL, he has NHL speed, skating, NHL yeah. shot. Yeah, Just I needs really to work do on believe the two that. Way. He was not picking his shots either. I thought he shot when it was a good opportunity to shot in the moments that I saw. At least I didn't mm-hmm. see every game, but I, I really like what he's doing. So With if it. we're gonna if we're gonna talk about Beecher and we're gonna talk about Mikulov, we got to talk about that tight. No, come on. <laughs> come on. We can't just make it blatant. Debussy. <laughs> there it is. Yep. You've got to make it blatant. Three starts, three wins, one shot out. Dude's big. Dude's big. Dude That's is- a big bussy. Yeah. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Don't make it blatant, he says. <laughs> Uh, I feel bad. I feel like I just stole your thunder on that too. It's okay. It's uh, all right. This is a team effort. But now, what think have you Boosie? seen? What What have you seen, Andrew, from from Boosie? Like a lot of big goaltenders, he doesn't move very much. He stays home like crazy, and it yep. is not a. He's not a frustrating goalie to watch. No, because of that, v- economy of movement is very yes, very. That's been stapled into him. But when you're six foot five, you don't need to move very much. Yep. But um, saw a lot of good out of him. Decent puck tracking. Um, never really was out of a play. In the the, the game in the Lehigh, one of the Lehigh Valley games, he gave up four goals, but it was on 40 shots. Jesus, man, they peppered him. Yeah, they did. They did, but he stood, he did stand tall. He did, he did let off a couple of softies, but. He does do well in, like you say, he's very technical. I think that's the big thing. I think that's the big, the big buzzword is that Bussy is very, very technical inside of the net. And for the goaltenders union, they're going to love that. They're going to love that shit. I'm curious if that remains because usually with younger goalies, you see over movement. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I mean, getting into the system and if it's past couple of games, he's been solid in, in almost under moving to a point, 
then you would kind of go, you know what? Great. This is, this is something we don't have to teach out of them. Mm -hmm. I'm curious because you see so many young goalies come in and want to make the big save. So it's almost, they don't intentionally take themselves out of position, but they do a lot of movement, hoping it looks cool. I'm just curious to see how his game develops. It's a good start. I mean, he's yep. still way, way down the depth chart because, I sure. mean, with goalies, you don't do anything after three starts. Yeah, but getting three all, in yeah, a row. Yeah, there's Allmark, there's Allmark and Swayman, then there's Kaiser. Where would I you mean, Grosnick is in front of him right now, but Grosnick, that's just, he won't be here experience. next year. Yeah. He, he'll, he'll be gone next year. But uh, who are we missing? There's another one Booth. in the booth. Yeah. Yes. But he's he's toiling in Maine right now. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Three so starts in a row, injuries or not, is definitely a huge compliment. That's I really that, that's there's something in there's something we want to see. And I think they saw it. Yep. One of the things too that I'm interested in seeing how he handles, and so far so good on this this aspect, but a lot of taller goaltenders like that with all that extra five hole space, they all have a tendency to kind of drop down mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and immediately go to the butterfly immediately just try to cover as much of the sides of the net on him. I didn't see a lot of that. of. Mm-hmm. And granted, I was only able to watch one of the games that he played, but I didn't see him going down just for the sake of whether it's couldn't see the puck or whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. I liked it. He stayed upright. It reminded me a lot of other taller goaltenders. Uh, namely, I've talked about him before on the podcast, Pekka. And a little Pekka, bit of a Pekka stayed up. A little what bit a of comparison. a back yeah. to the stand-ups. So Pekka, uh, you got Pekka, you got Boosie. <laughs> Both. I mean, yeah. Phenomenal, I mean, Boosie's number, phenomenal definitely. big guys, you know. Definitely get retired. Numbers <laughs> definitely get retired, for sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> the fact that Bussy was 35 disappointed me. <laughs> That's like his number, baby. That's a, is that, that feels like a weird number. Why does that feel like a weird number? 35? Yeah. I don't know. That, I can't that was, think that of was, a lo- That was Pekka's number, so. Oh, there you go. Uh, we, we mentioned also on, on the pod very briefly last week, but Steen got extended the two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Going to get a shot. Hopefully to stick on the NHL roster with the uh, the one way, but we will see how that that works out. Uh, and then we talked about McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Let's, let's talk about him honestly right now. Okay. What are you seeing? I know he's just like the hot name right now because he's fun to talk about because he's he's a fresh face. It's like uh, we're kids with a new toy. But is this dude actually in position to kind of stick on this team for a little bit? Do you think he has a role in the playoffs? No, but he's fucking cusp, man. I don't, that's a definitive. No, he's getting forced out because of a healthy squad, Mm -hmm. but I can't under overstate under whichever way the words work. He's been incredible. (laughs) He to come in this time of year as competitive as it gets at the end of the year. And look as effective as he's looked. He's not perfect. In a very tough part of our stretch schedule here. Too. Very difficult part of the stretch. And how often after a game have we been like, fuck it, he blew it. He's responsible defensively for the most part. He's active in the offensive zone. He's active in the neutral zone. He chases pucks. And the first note I had on him after the first couple of games was, you know, sometimes I see him quit on pucks. Didn't see it again after I said that statement. I didn't see it again. Mm-hmm. He has been incredible 
for a guy that just literally went, hey, here, bud, check out the NHL. Yep. And he's just been everything you could ask him to be. He, I, I couldn't say enough good things about him right now. That is a guy who belongs in the NHL at least as a bottom six guy right now. I think you just said why he's going to get play, why he belongs on the playoff roster. If there's injuries, and who I does think, he force out though? Maybe oh. not. Maybe not, dude. <laughs> dude, <laughs> remember, remember, Cassidy wanted to see more McLaughlin, so he scratched Noshik. And that line didn't miss a beat. That's true. I think Cassidy sees something from McLaughlin, from McMuffin. I'll call him McMuffin now. He sees something from McMuffin that he's not seeing from Noshik. And Noshik, I believe, has been everything that he's been asked to do this year for the Bruins. But I think at this juncture... If the playoffs were to start today and there were and and there was full health, I think that fourth line is Felino, McMuffin, Lazar. You I think refuse no might be to say Felino. You just refuse it. I, that's it's not always funny. you always want to go Feligno, but you kind of do a half thing now where it's Feligni. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's no, pretty good. It's because that's not his name. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I I I think that if the playoffs were to start today and everybody gets miraculously healthy and they slot in their lines, I think right now, I think he'll have a short leash. To be fair, but I think that for I think McLaughlin has that fourth line right now. I think you're insane. I think you do not start him game one of the playoffs. You have no sick in there. Thomas. Okay, but you're wrong though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in between both of you guys. Uh, I do think no sick will get the nod ahead of it, but perhaps it's a shorter leash than uh, Andrew wants to admit right now. Or excuse me. Uh, Perhaps it's a shorter leash than Ian wants to admit right now. We really are as kids. He's mixing up our names. That's yep. that's that's absolutely evidence that we're kids. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even look like each other. Not even a little bit, by the way. We are two very different looking individuals. Uh, one of us is ugly as shit, and the other one's Andrew. Uh, so, <laughs> um, oh, that's the nicest thing. thing you've ever said to me, Ian. I think you're right, Thomas. No, I do think you're right for the reasons Andrew said, that it is a short leash for Nosek. Mm-hmm. Or a short leash for Felino. Yeah, no. But the guy who should have a short leash is Felino. Yes, um, but no. Yeah, we agree. Yeah, I know you're right. But- Remember what we said a couple of weeks ago? We know that the what the we know what the answer to the math problem is, but we can't put the answer in. What a bad fucking signing! I was so wrong about that one. To be we fair, were, he's we been all were. He's been better. He's been better. He has better been better. Than bad still that doesn't mean fourth good. Fourth line during this dry spell has actually been one of our better lines. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I am so sick of not to get negative, but if your fourth line scores, win the goddamn game. How about that? Yeah. Come on. Agreed. Agreed. <sighs> like I said, Felino's been better, but better than bad still well, doesn't I mean, mean good. he set the bar so low that exactly. anything, any sort of production is going to look good. But mm-hmm. I, I'll agree. He has looked not as bad. I won't say better. I won't say good, but he has been uh, less noticeable in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And we're all rooting for the fucking dude. Like he's exactly. arguably one of the most likable guys on the fucking team. As a human being, a hundred percent. What a what a gorgeous, wonderful heart. Like, mm-hmm. damn. 
I want him to succeed. I want him to pot 40 next year for, you know, my pleasure and his, but he's just been so bad. Yeah. It's been so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, enough. boys, we got six games left, which means we have two more weeks of predictions to make. Ian snuck out a dub this past week. Snuck! Snuck it out. I didn't I didn't pay any attention. I might have snuck <laughs> it out. I might have. Yeah. Let's believe Thomas we, for now. We are in the thick of this. I just need one more to clinch. Ian needs to win both of these weeks and can win. Andrew is not quite out of it. If he wins the next two weeks, he ties me for first place. Mm. I think it's time to make some predictions and wrap this episode a little bit. Fine. I mean, if people are going to be upset because it's only going to be like an hour and 10 or whatever it is, but whatever. It should be a two hour <laughs> episode minimum, but. I th- yeah, no, we'll save that for the playoff preview. Yeah, right. No, please don't put us up for that. That's just, <laughs> Thomas will be editing till three in the ten morning. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> not if he does it on, not if we record on a Saturday. Hint, hint. Hey, we'll guys, just... buy, buy merch. Yeah. <laughs> Here's. <laughs> Here's my question. So with six games left, if we're looking at the schedule in the way that we have been recording, we would be predicting four games right now and then do the last week for two games. Do we want to try to do a recording on Monday in between game three and game four, which is the Canadians game and the Panthers game, to split these? Are we available for a Monday recording? I am. Uh... Monday is a wait. Monday the twenty fifth. Yes, that's a wedding. I am gonna be blitz. First of all, who has a wedding on a Monday? Wait, you're being serious right now? There's I'm being serious. I have a wedding to go to on Monday. Holy! And it's married like, on a Monday. It's at like four. Criminals o'clock. get married on a fucking Monday. What? <laughs> it's at four o'clock outside in the South Carolina heat. It's gonna be. A shit show. I am not gonna be <laughs> capable of. We should keep this in the pod. This conversation stays in the pod. I'm not gonna be capable of forming words by 7 p.m. <laughs> Weddings are a time for me to go. You know what? My brain cells didn't deserve to be here in the first place. Let's go. All right. Oh man. So Wednesday. So Wednesday. <laughs> so we'll, sorry, we'll, sorry we'll, guys. I, I can't. Okay. I can't make that work. I'm gonna be honest. So do you, so we're calling four games and then the uh championship week is going to be a two game pick. That sounds intense. So that's where we're well, at. Here's the thing. This this week might decide it anyway. Yeah. If, yeah. if you win. If I just win. Yeah. But I'm I'm just leaving the door open for you fuckers right now. It's, oh, is that what's happening? Yeah, no, yeah I don't I like it. I can't I don't close these games out very similar to uh this is basically me giving up a last minute fucking goal. All right. Well, and I've been doing it for 3 sad. weeks now. Now you've made me sad. <laughs> well, we're kicking it off tonight at the Penguins, 7 p.m. Andrew, you go ahead and start. I see another tight one. I see another tight one on the road. <laughs> I see yeah. that smile. Ian. We're only like three minutes removed from the boosie conversation. I don't know if you can use that word. Yeah, I, that's exactly <laughs> where my brain went. <laughs> j- 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 just a just a tight. Anyway, so Penguins game, <laughs> three-two dub. Okay. A dub in that game. Interesting. I actually see a loss coming our way. Oh, I think with shit. I think no, I just think without the full squad, a very desperate Penguins team right now, because they they would be dropping far with a loss. They're also here. they are also rested to be fair too. This is That's technically true. a home and home for them. 
That's true. Uh, I, I'm going to go with a 4-1 loss. I think I think we got to get our, our cheeks clapped a little bit in this oh, one. Oh, man, you're blowing it, Ian. Thomas? Blowing. I actually I agree with Ian. I think this is going to be a tough one. Uh, Penguins are – they need this probably more than us. Now that we've put ourselves in a position where we're in the playoffs and it kind of doesn't matter what we do for the next couple weeks because what we do and what other teams do, it's it's – almost working against each other we can't we don't control our own destiny in the way that like a tampa does mm. to decide who they're playing i have a 3-1 loss now that's a i don't want to get off track of this for very long but that's an interesting point of like do you think the bruins organization is more comfortable just being that seventh or eighth seed i think, where you they think are, teams like the penguins are, are not they just really don't want to fall down there I, I, I think that's part of it, but also I think that the Bruins are probably a little bit more comfortable at this point because there was a couple of games that we lost in a row where we had the ability to clinch and we didn't do it. And I feel like a little bit of pressure. I think we were grinding a little bit too hard, gripping the stick, as Andrew likes to say. And now that we did it, I feel like there's a little bit of pressure off. I love that point. That's such a so, good point. That's kind of where I'm at. So. That's, that's why people listen to the pod. Thomas is just... It's and so that ma- and that makes it so a team like so our team can play a little freer and beat teams like the Pens. All right, Andrew, jump on Thomas's game. point. All right, you hear me complimenting <laughs> him, and you want to jump in? Yeah. I mean, you guys do have great points. That's a really That's good okay. point for both of you. You guys are really smart. So then we come back home for Saturday, 3 p.m. matinee. I'm going to be fucking obliterated. Shout out to Mark from the BNG podcast and Boosie. Uh, <laughs> Our Boosie. <laughs> you didn't specify. <laughs> Nick, Nick Boosie. Downtown. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man, the way you said that was perverted shit. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the Boosie. <laughs> shout out to the Boosie. No, it wasn't shout out to the Boosie. It was shout out to Mark and the Boosie. <laughs> oh, that's uh, classic comedy. No. That's That belongs on MASH. No. no. <laughs> Nick, Nick Boosie. Boosie, the BNG Network's Boosie, as well as Jared, going to be part of it. The four of us kind of merging these three podcasts in a drinking fashion. We're going to be fucking obliterated probably for this game. But uh, shout out to them for uh, making sure that this happens. And uh, we'll be there Saturday. I'm sure we'll be out drinking at some sort of bar beforehand. So if anybody is going to the game on Saturday and wants to meet up for a round, feel free to uh, shoot the short shift pod twitter account uh a dm and we will find your ass and we will cheers that said this game's not even gonna be fucking close i feel the bruins are going to smack the day de- this isn't even a feel this is just hope mm-hmm. i really don't want to see a loss <laughs> at this point it'll be so deflating so i'm gonna call a 4-1 dub nice i don't think they're going to lose with with all of that all of that in the building. All that That's strong a lot testosterone. Yeah. All that, that strong dick energy that we're going to be strong bringing. Strong dick energy with some <laughs> boosty energy for good measure. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four two dub. Do Do we need to mark this show not for children at a certain all point? Of, all of them are. Oh good. Oh, all, oh great. All they're right. all They're all explicit. Then we nailed this. Is it because I dropped the F-bomb every three minutes? I'm pretty sure I'm guilty of destroying our rating immediately 
because within the first five minutes of every episode, I probably say fuck 14 times. Nice. Excellent. That's but, good. But good like last week, I started with a couple of F-bombs right off the bat because we had just come off a big loss. I don't know what I did this this episode. I'll, I'll find out when I edit. But I guarantee you, what I, don't know what I, I don't know what I did with this episode. <laughs> if, uh, if there is ever a soundbite to encapsulate this pod. <laughs> that's a, it's a 3-2 dub for me, and we're going to move on. Yeah, all, all dubs. However, if Nick from Dump and Change wears his fucking cowboy hat that he got in Nashville this week. Uh, oh, he went to Nashville? Yeah. He's, oh, shit. I, I think he's coming back and... now. But, uh, if, he, if, if he wears that fucking hat, we'll take a loss, and I'm going to smack him. New boost goofing. <laughs> New boot boosting? <laughs> we play Saturday, obviously, against the Rangers, but then we move on Sunday. We go right to Montreal. This is a fucked up week because we're just bouncing around. Wait, Canada. are we at? Are we at? We are at the Canadians. Oh, my God. This is a weird week. Awful week. God, we're not going to lose this game. No, we're not. That team no has way. lost six in a row, I, I think. I don't know. I haven't looked at the scores the last day, I guess. Uh, they certainly play go. better. They certainly play better under uh, San Louis. That's a good point. That's a 4-0 Dubberoni and cheese. Ooh. Ooh, boy. So just a quick perusal. Um, they have lost... A shitload. All right. <laughs> that, uh, that St. Louis didn't last too long, huh? Yeah. yeah. St. No, Louis! St. Louis. They've lost five straight. Yep. Um, and oh. th- they'll lose more. I have I have Bruins 5-2 dub. Ooh, nice. 5-2, yeah. oh, okay. 5-2. Wait, are you going to finish the season without ever predicting a shutout? Absolutely, because I'm not a dick like you guys. You're a coward is what it is. You guys have gotten, what, one right all season? And that by you guys, me, I mean the Andrew. Way. Do you know how impressive that is, though? <laughs> to nail a shutout? That's Ian, so hard Ian. to do. Well, when Ian, you pick quick. it every other week, it's going to happen at good. some point. All right, point. that's a good point, actually. That's a really good argument. Ian, what was your score? 4-0, Dubberoonie and cheese. 4-0? Yes. Ah, all right. I'm going to go 3-0 then, because I also oh have a shutout. Oh, my God. We're going right. to fucking lose you this game. Fucking, you, you know what? And we're going to blame Andrew, right, Thomas? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Because okay. <laughs> uh, with one person predicted shutout, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're just basically <laughs> we're just basically giving this week to Thomas. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're pretty yes, even with actually. most of these predictions until these fucking shutouts. But yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Then, then we leave Montreal. We have a day off Monday. And then we go right back to Boston. So we're going Penguins in Pittsburgh. Rangers at home. Going to Canada. Coming back to Boston. Terrible travel week. They're going to be worn out playing a somewhat decent still Florida team. Still <laughs> one of the cream of the crop. We're going to lose this game 4-2. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the idea. I don't like the idea of recording after recording after another loss, but I think you're right. Um, I think it's a... I think it's a three... I think we get shut out. I think it's a 3-0 loss. Wow. I think that's the first time all predictions that anybody predicted the Bruins to get shut out. Yeah. For that reason, Andrew, I'm going to disconnect you from this podcast for the rest of this episode. It was a good run, boys. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, I believe Florida has won something like 10 in a row. Something like that. 12. Some, yeah. you're, no, it was not. No. What? 12. 12 in a row. It couldn't be. I believe, yeah. 
No, 11, you idiot. <laughs> Math is hard. Math no, is so hard. Um, they have to lose eventually, and in a week they will. We are getting the better of them. Oh. It is a four to two dub. Okay. Thomas, what did you have? Four one loss? I think I had a four two. Four two. Loss. Yeah. Four two. Yeah. Four two loss. Okay. And and Ian, you had a four two dub. I had a three zero. I had a three zero loss. Mm. That is the first. I really think that's the first time someone's predicted we get shut out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What uh, feel free to direct all of your Andrew hate directly at him. He will not respond to any of it because he does not argue with anybody on Twitter. Never. Ever. But still tag the short shift pod because engagement's good. <laughs> All those trash articles out there uh, are proving that day by day when they say that Bergeron shouldn't win the Selkie just for clicks. Yep. So. I, 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 I saw that and I couldn't resist just quote tweeting it and just being like please shame this and just seeing everybody just rain down hellfire on it because mm-hmm. it had been up for an hour and it had one like yeah <laughs> yeah i yep. saw it kept scrolling by and then of course andrew puts it in our text thread so i was just like god damn it dude i didn't read the article i refused to give them the click i I actually did i actually did read the article it was the dumbest fucking thing i'd ever read in my life but you you knew that by the title yeah (laughs) no they did the meme bergeron isn't the only two-way defense two-way they actually did the meme in the byline awesome that's such a stupid line did you know he's not the only two yeah no shit we know that he's just the best one moron Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> like yes, I'm biased, but also he's putting up numbers that haven't been seen in 20 years. So he's maybe destroying records right now. He's having his best defensive season, and he's 36, and he's a four-time Selkie winner, and he's having his best defensive season. Hey, you know how you have to one-up yourself to win the award again? He's doing it for a fifth time, well, really a seventh time, but whatever. <laughs> Semantics, right? Yeah. Ugh. Boys, I'm I'm out of topics. You guys have anything you want to add? I'm pumped. Playoffs are right around the corner. My, we're, my, we're so close, dude. Yeah, I don't think my body is don't reacting the way. Don't say it like way. that, Thomas. <laughs> I don't think my body is reacting the way I want to because instead of my body getting hype, I feel like it's getting more and more tense and nervous. Mm-hmm. And I can't start the playoffs that way. As soon as the puck drops, yes, that's how I am. There's no fixing that. But I don't need to preemptively take years off my life just sitting at my desk at 10 a.m. at work thinking about the first round matchup and getting all tense and sweaty. Like, I think that's not a great habit to get in, mm-hmm. but I can't control it. So Yeah, because it's it's hockey that'll kill you. It's not that coffee mug of bourbon that you have. Well, the, the mug's empty <laughs> now, so what, what now, smart guy? <laughs> Welcome to being a fan, Ian. <laughs> Andrew, oh. you got anything, brother? Um, I don't. I just want to congratulate Ian on having a YouTube channel. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nailed it. <laughs> 800 subs, by the way. We just crossed today. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 800 subs. We just need 200 over the last six games to reach the goal. <laughs> I think we're missing a thousand this season, boys. I think Just, we might not uh, make no, it. I don't know, man. It depends on this playoff run. It depends on the playoffs big time. Exactly. Playoff wins go a yep. long way with Well, the I mean, you you have a good week on the uh for the team. You have a good week on the pod. You have a good week on the on the channel. Yeah. Team loses it's, a couple games, interest goes down, statistics go down. Yeah. That said, the best way to help this podcast is to like, rate, subscribe, the whole fucking thing. Find your favorite podcast uh provider. Find a, a way to review us. 
share us, whatever you got to do. Let's keep growing this. We really appreciate everybody's support. And if you really want to support us financially at this point, we have merchandise up. Go to our Twitter at Short Shift Pod. Smash that link in our profile. And uh, there's t-shirts. There's sweatshirts. There's a fucking pint glass. Not a shot glass. There's a fucking <laughs> beach towel to clean up whatever sexual mess you have. Ian. <laughs> what? 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 Hey, start chucking us uh, predictions too for the week of games. We'd love to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'd love to see some people to start tagging us in those. Yeah, or at least call out my uh, two asshole co-hosts for fucking calling all these goddamn shutouts. That's well deserved. Yeah, to be Please fair, do that. to be fair, Angelo, no, already, no Angelo fair. already did that, and it did nothing. So, <laughs> I mean, we certainly didn't get any shutouts. So maybe it did some. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't no, know. We did get shutouts. So that means I'm predicting more shutouts. Yeah, thanks. Not in the playoffs, though. <laughs> no, no, oh, we're not go. doing games anyway. So, oh, that's right, goldfish memory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I gotta go. Man. We can't outro to save our lives. <laughs> no one can. It's outro impossible. Can. But uh, I love you, boys. This is awesome. You bees are gonna fucking win the cup. Let's go! <laughs> There's your prediction. There it is. Yep. Shut up, Andrew. I'll just I'll just clip that and put it at the end of our predictions each week. Whenever we. Uh, we pick a series. Why do I do things? Because you're an asshole. Go bees. <laughs> Go, Go bees! Later, boys. Later. Bye. Bye.